Welcome to Women on the Line, Community Radio's National Women's Current Affairs Programme. Produced at 3CR Community Radio in Melbourne and broadcast on the Community Radio Network. I'm Nicole Kirby. And I'm Emma Hart. Yep, it's not a tokenistic, you as a woman can have a voice. It's an actual grounding in, I as a woman have a voice and this is my voice and join yours to it too. It's Melbourne Fringe Festival and on a cold night in early spring, women on the line went along to Hairs and Hyenas bookstore to see the show I Am That Woman. Listeners should be aware that this show contains references to assault, domestic and sexual violence. The show features five self-described non-conforming women who through poetry, spoken word and song share their experiences. The performers were Vicky Mealings, Lana Wolfe, Amanda Anastasi, Jack Stucky brown and Elizabeth Lish Skeck. Here's Lana Wolf, page and stage poet, storyteller and broadcaster. Someone once told me that I was too political, too radical, that I needed to tone it down. I am a living, breathing political statement that refuses to fit into the boxes you've devised for me in your mental survey. There isn't a word yet to encompass all of me particularly when you're basing it on the stereotypes brought to you by the media and those who subscribe to Women's Weekly. Rest assured, I do not have an ass like Jenny from the block, hips like Bay, hair and shoulders like Christina or a voice like Mariah. I am not that crossover poet that will leave you thinking you now know what the global south is like since my geographical marker is on this island, a train not a plane ride over the ocean away. I am the unremarkable, the undefinable that refuses to answer your question. I am that wild woman, that sea line woman that doesn't sing the blues that leaves you wanting more. I am your worst nightmare, your biggest fear, because I refuse to fit into your categories. My Mere existence is political. My loving women, my speaking English, my reading, my writing, my performing, my islanderness, my Australianness, all wrapped up in this brown skin is political. So don't tell me to tone it down, to not look at life as it really is. A long series of boxes that doesn't have enough room to fill all the words to adequately describe me. For you to do so, would be for you to ask me to stop being me, a living, breathing, political statement. Women on the Line spoke with Lana and the show's producer, Vicky Mealings. Vicky was the one that brought us all together and she invited us all to meet and talk and she said, I keep thinking about this Alice Walker poem. You know, I think that we should do something and I think that this poem will be able to connect us all together. Do you want to read the poem? I'll read the poem. Before I leave the stage, I will sing the only song I was meant truly to sing. It is the song of I am, yes, I am me, you, we are. I love us with every drop of our blood, every atom of our cells, our waving particles, undaunted, flags of our being, neither here or there. 
And that was the inspiration for I Am That Woman. Yes. Yes. So as um, you kind of took that as your cue and then five of you non-conforming women got together and put on this show. Tell me a little bit about who the five women are and how you did come together. Okay. Um, well, Lana's already mentioned how Lana and I got together. I was with my baby at a poetry slam and Lana came up to me and uh, she held my baby while I performed. And I felt a real connection with Lana ever since because, you know, you don't forget things like that. <laughs> it was a bonding moment. Mm. Elizabeth Skeck, I've known for many years. Um, Lish, who she likes to be called, has been performing poetry since she was only 16 years old. Um, she's one of my favourite Melbourne poets and she's recently written a book called Breath, which I can strongly recommend. It's Yeah, it's a wonderful, wonderful read of, of um, some of her poems that she's written over the years. Mm. And then there's Amanda Anastasi. Amanda, I think, is extraordinary in her simplicity of words. She cuts back all of the crap and just crafts words beautifully and then there's Jack's Jackie Brown um, who's quite new to poetry yeah she, I think she's been around for the last two years or so yeah on community radio around Australia you're listening to women on the line we're bringing you the sounds of I am that woman a show by five self-described non-conforming women that was part of this year's Melbourne Fringe Festival. Here's Jax Jackie Brown, disability and queer rights activist and spoken word performer. I am that woman who likes beer and women, who you sit on in a club uninvited and tell me you don't see my disability. You lean into me and you say that you don't treat me any differently. And I wonder how many women you've pushed down tonight, onto the ground and not kissed, but sat on. None? Just me? Yeah, you ain't treating me any differently. See, you think you're doing me a favour to be the one who would get this close to me in front of everyone. But this isn't a sexual situation. You've made that clear by calling me mate and telling me how great it is to see me out. I am not that woman who asked for this, who wanted you on top of me unconsensually. This body, it's not public property. You say I look uncomfortable, that I should loosen up. You lean into me and you say you had a friend once who broke their ankle, so you understand what it's like. You ask me what happened. Was it an accident? I lean into you and I say, yeah. I got whiplash from my vibrator. Sex toys can be dangerous. <laughs> you look shocked that I could have been so sexual right here in this queer club. <laughs> you ruffle my hair and you say, you're wild, babe. You don't take no shit. But I am taking shit from you right now. I'm too tired to tell you how. What you're doing is erasing my identity. You're turning me into an armchair object. 
to be lounged on, to be sat upon. I am that woman who is sexual and proud, who delights in her difference, who calls this body home unashamedly. I fuck with society's expectations of how I should behave. And well, I fuck in accessible toilets. Because if anyone should be fucking in them, it sure as hell should be me. I am that woman who is in a chair. I am not a chair. I am not asking for it. I am not grateful for your misguided attention. This body is not public property. Get off me. Don't push me around. Chores to be completed before breakfast. Vacuum up your niggling doubts. Run a finger through the dust of your conclusions. Paint the walls a vulgar colour. Scrub up your curiosity. Leave the cobwebs on the walls rather than in your thinking. Remove the streaks of expectation from the windows. Write over your mother's recipes. Let your wall hangings remain slightly crooked. Open the door more readily to strangers. Answer the phone and say, I am not home. Spontaneously invent a word and open every conversation with it. Hang your trepidation in a locked closet. Polish up your resolve. That was poet and performer Amanda Anastasi. You're listening to Women on the Line and you're with Emma and Nicole, bringing you highlights from the Melbourne Fringe show, I Am That Woman. Lana and Vicky told us how the show came together. The first time I met Vicky was at a poetry slam and Vicky's daughter was two months old maybe. She was tiny. And she was... She had her strap to her chest and she's trying to perform and there was maybe 100, 200 people there and nobody, like, did anything and I just (laughs) went up on stage and said, give me your baby (laughs) (laughs) and looked after Teela like, you know, we, we... we have made strides in being supportive community um, and really thinking about what community means. But at the same time, we still have exactly the same issues as women as we had in the 90s. I was at uni in the 90s, um, you know, feminist activist, women's officer in Brisbane and all of that stuff. And yet we still have issues with just trying to basic childcare. You know, it's something that we're still on the streets every International Women's Day saying we need free access to childcare, we need free access to abortions, we need all of these things. It's exactly the same stuff as people were demanding in the very first International Women's Day march just over 100 years ago now. Yeah, there are a lot of systemic barriers to participation. In Jax's case, there are so many things she doesn't get to participate in because um, a lot of venues aren't accessible. Mm. And if there's a big staircase, she can't be there and she can't participate. Even yesterday I had an interview at a different radio station and Jax and I were both available, but Jax couldn't get accessible public transport to it. 
So I had to do that interview. Really mm. simple things like that. Yeah, it's, it's a massive issue. And, you know, it's not publicised enough. It's not talked about enough. And, I mean, on that, you, Vicky, have performed a song, um, The Ballad of Mole McGee, which was written in 1889. Yes. And you were saying that some of the themes in that song are still relevant even today. Tell me a little bit about that. Uh, okay, well, um, The Ballad of Mole McGee um, comes from a poem written by Double B Yeats, who's, you know, that famous Irish poet that everybody loves. And who? <laughs> <laughs> and The Ballad of Mole McGee is about the effects of poverty, what poverty does, what, what poverty can lead to. And you heard the, the song and it's a very, very tragic story. And those sorts of things are still going on globally, but also here in cases of domestic violence, uh, women end up homeless because of domestic violence, like they did in the poem. It's alluded to in the poem and it's still going on over 100 years later. Yeah, yeah, and it's quite incredible, like, that continuity that, I mean, not to brush over the fact that there have been a lot of gains that have been won for women and the feminist movement has been really powerful in that way and particularly in living memory in the last 100 years. But it is incredible to think that this poem written in 1889 still has resonances for where women are at at the moment. Mm. Exactly. Drove me out. 
Zip up my leather jacket, glad I'm not wearing a bra tonight. My chest looks flatter. It's always a risk, this, to be here, alone, on a platform after dark. Late, too late, testing fate. I tell myself it's my right to be out at night, to catch the train home. Home, I will make it home. I hold my body tight and tall with the confidence of a man on his way home and try to forget about that lover years ago, stabbed and followed as he wheeled his way home. I hide my breast like I hide my fear, press into my chest, beating, held tight under this leather jacket. Masculinize me. Let me pass tonight. Let the drunken boys in the carriage read me as a punk, not a dyke, risking it, asking for it. The train pulls in and I roll on, slouch a little in my chair, try to look like I don't care. Twenty minutes and we're there. I am halfway home. Now for the journey down into the dark underpass. He sees me, grabs me from behind, pushes me without asking up the ramp. Let me give you a hand, bro. I grunt like a man. My voice will give me away. Will we reach the top? Will he let me go? 
Will I have to speak and lose my masculine privilege, become just a disabled dyke, risking it to get home? That was Jack's Jackie Brown. On community radio around Australia, you're listening to Women on the Line. Lana spoke to us about why the performers put together I Am That Woman. The show is important because it's important individually to all of us and as a group because we've put our emotions, we've put our time, we've put our energy, we've put our internal thoughts, our niggling doubts, our tears and our laughter into it. But also creating an opportunity where it's not just us giving voice to those things, but other people, other women being able to see five women get up on stage and talk about those things. And we talk about some really personal stuff like that really long last poem has got some hard stuff in it. Like that particular poem was written in response to a friend of mine who got assaulted in the streets um, and targeted because she's a trans woman. And so I wrote this whole big, long love poem to women. And the very fact that you can have five women up on a stage taking up space, being sad, being angry, being feisty, being reflective is something that we don't get to see that often, particularly in a way in which it's not crafted to portray women in a way that's socially acceptable. We're allowed to be sad if we do it in a certain way. We're allowed to be angry if we're angry about certain things. We're allowed to be emotional if we're emotional around socially acceptable ways of being emotional with a dainty little handkerchief and to show our vulnerability and how we really need someone else to look after us. But we're not allowed to do those things in ways in which we can just be feisty, feministy, angry, loving, beautiful, emotional women. And I think that's the greatest thing about doing this show is that we get to do that and we get to show other women that it's okay to have a voice. And even by having a voice, people can say, yeah, you know, I really connected with that. I think that's the really important thing to show other people that you can do that and it's going to be okay. Mm. You know, you're not going to be vilified for it. It's actually okay. To all women, I love you. To the ones who see an enemy when they look in the mirror, I love you. One day I hope you will not feel guilt, rattle with every breath. I hope you will unlearn what you have been taught over and over and over again. That your abundance, your hair, your full lips are not what we mean when we say beauty. When you have been taught to pick yourself apart before you knew how to build yourself up. When you have been taught to want a thigh gap, to want less instead of wanting strength. You can teach yourself better. You can. To the ones who have been called a slut, do not let the word define how you act. Do not let it control how and who you love. Virtue isn't something to be lost. It is courage of conviction. Standing up for something you believe in. It's fighting the good fight day in 
and every night. To be virtuous is to be a warrior. Slut, slut, slut. It is a word meant to make you cringe, make you shrivel. It is meant to make you lose yourself in shame. It is a word sharp as a blade. To those of you with scars on your skin, scars that you have made bleed, they are stardust and sun rays and morning rain. To the ones who have been assaulted, I am sorry that someone took your choice away, someone invaded you, made you homeless in your own skin. I am sorry you were made to feel guilty, ashamed and unclean, to feel afraid. I am sorry you were not believed for the pain you feel in the middle of your chest when you try to breathe. You survived, you survive, you are a survivor. You are the glory of life unfolding. To the ones who have gone, the ones who... To the ones who have gone, the ones who had to dress in secret, I'm sorry. And to the ones who still fight, the ones who feel foreign inside their bodies, who feel like they're in a place they aren't meant to be, you are loved and you will be loved for exactly who you are. And like the ones before you, you have a war to fight. One day, your sisters and daughters will give thanks. One day, they will acknowledge you as a trailblazer. To the ones who are forced to cover themselves up and those forced to reveal the skin they wish to veil, there will come a time when you will have full control over your bodies. You will fight for it and you will win. You will free yourselves from a hostile world. There is a power inside of you that will not yield. Your voice will not break. It will carry. It will echo. Anger will fuel your fire. Politeness never won a battle. To the one who has been commodified and objectified, used as a backdrop, everything you do to reclaim your body is worthy of praise. It is a fight against a system that uses all its might keep you invisible. It's, it's long and exhausting. It is the losses that make your stomach clench, make you tighten your fists in anger, make you want to scream with a voice that has been silenced for years. I tighten my fist. I sharpen my teeth. You've been hearing from Vicky Mealings, Lana Wolf, Jacks Jackie Brown, Amanda Anastasi, and Lish Skek. You've heard parts of their show, I Am That Woman, performed at Melbourne's Fringe Festival in September. Keep an eye out because they might put the show on again. And that's all for Women on the Line today. Women on the Line is Community Radio's National Women's Current Affairs Program. It's produced and presented by a range of women broadcasters from 3CR in Melbourne and broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. We greatly appreciate financial support from the Community Broadcasting Foundation. 
We welcome your comments or thoughts on today's show, so send us an email to womenonthelion at hotmail.com or phone 3CR on 03 8377. Women on the Line programs can be downloaded from our website at 3cr.org.au forward slash women on the line. The theme music for Women on the Line is Slideshow at Free University by La Tigre. I'm Emma Hart. And I'm Nicole Kirby. Hope you can tune in again next time. Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online.